and shine bitches welcome back to another episode of just a quick pinch <laughs> pinch <laughs> i'm Pim- your host connie wing <laughs> and i'm your co-host mimi mammal <laughs> sorry um, i messed up my m's that's the thing we're doing today right jimmy hamshaws uh he just turned everyone with wish jimmy a happy birthday he just turned oh my did you just turn 29 yeah 29 he just turned 29 fine. yep uh, a couple days ago so everyone wish this leo a happy birthday um, we had a fun birthday for you, right? We did, yeah. We went and we played mini golf and went to the batting cages. He and basically an spent his 29th birthday the way a normal kid spends their like eighth birthday, mm-hmm. <laughs> complete with lots of ice cream. But it's okay because I had my girlfriend with me. Oh, you didn't have a girlfriend when you were eight years old? Um, well, technically, I guess no. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. You you made I up had for a girlfriend, but she went to another school. Oh, star-crossed lovers. Of course. Yeah. Well, anyways, welcome back to another episode. I'm happy you guys are all here. Let's get right into it, shall we? We're actually recording before 7 p.m. on a Monday night, believe it or not. Yeah. I'm pretty you know, proud I've of actually started requesting that our recording time be 7 what? p.m. on a Monday night. This was not your idea. This was so not it. your idea. Okay, but it was my idea. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into it. Hit it, editing Connie. Why well, gotta make editing Connie work? Because so she hard. needs to work for her paycheck, okay? Well, you know, podcast Connie needs to work for her paycheck. She's a too. contributing member of this team. Podcast I Connie is busy right I think now. Recording Connie <laughs> <laughs> needs to pull her weight. Alrighty, you guys. First things first, we have our healthcare horoscopes of the week. Ooh, is it my turn to pick? I want to pick this week's. Are you guys a little confused by the fact that we call it healthcare <laughs> horoscopes and we pull tarot cards? This just is how we do it. But, like, does that make sense? I'm going to cut this out of the episode <laughs> so they'll never even know. <laughs> this is the problem with this censoring. <laughs> We're practicing a little bit of skepticism today, people. Okay, no, I'll leave it in the episode. Um, okay, I'm shuffling my cards. Alrighty, you guys. Though, at least, right? Okay, fine. It's been a while. You picked kind of like a... Okay, just pick a good one, because this week is a big week, so pick a good one. I know it's a big week, so I'm definitely not going to do the one that's pre-bent. You're probably trying to... Okay, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, okay. And the card for the week, pick a good one, the card for the week of August 8th is... Upside down... Okay, I'm tired of pulling upside down things. Does this? I don't think upside down automatically means bad. No, it doesn't. But I don't like it. Okay, upside down ten of cups. Ten of cups. Hey, wait, wait. When the reverse ten of cups cards appears in a tarot reading, you are seeking greater harmony and connection in your relationships. In your mind, you'd wish for a beautiful, harmonious relationship, but in reality, you feel disconnected and disengaged from your loved one. It feels like something's missing, and you're struggling to communicate honestly, empathize, and engage with one another. The Ten of Cups invites you to seek out common ground with your loved ones, rebuild the relationship from there. Why did you have to pull this one? (laughs) (laughs) The reverse Ten of Cups can also appear when you're contemplating what a loving relationship means for you. Okay, this doesn't say anything about competency, so that's good. All right, well, like, you know, we'll make sure we love each other and everything. Oh, okay. Finally, the reverse Ten of Cups may suggest that you're neglecting your family while you pursue more material goals, such as progressing your career or making your money. Your work-life balance is out of whack, and you're spending less quality time with your family. I didn't That's want this one. That's because is uh, just getting ready for CDCA, and it's okay. Because next week, after CDCA, we're going to pull a really good tarot card. That's it for the healthcare horoscopes. I don't want to <laughs> read anymore. I don't like this. Okay, um, now on to the I asked and you answered. And then we discussed at very full length on this podcast. 
Alrighty, this week for the I Asked You Answered, I asked you guys, let me pull up what I asked you guys, I asked you guys last night, what is your favorite relaxing activity? With that really cute picture of Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy, what's your favorite relaxing activity? Um, right now, reading comic books. Mm-hmm. Someone said, uh, a lot of people said reading. This one I resonated with. Someone said walking around a store mindlessly. I feel like that's us in Target on Friday yeah. nights. I would, I, I, in residency, I used to go to Walmart. Yeah. And kind of just, like, wander aimlessly just, like, to feel alive. Because that was, because, well, you see, you left out the part where we were in, like, rural Maine, and Walmart was the and only thing we, we had to do. And by we, she means me and her maybe once a month when she visited. Yeah. But still, there wasn't really much to do. Um, not hating on rural Maine. It I was, mean, like, pretty. Yeah, they had but... a good Longhorn Steakhouse. You know what? And... I just realized their Walmarts, albeit, like, even though that was our Friday night activity, at least their Walmarts were always well-stocked. Yeah. Which is more than I can say for anywhere here. Walmart was good. The Target was good. Not Nothing down in this Boston area mm-hmm. seems to be that good. Maybe that's just Boston's problem. I mean, yeah. As an avid Power Ranger collector, the Targets are picked over around here, people. We're uh, disappointed. But if anyone knows of particular stores that do have items in stock, please do let me know. Other people said washing the dishes, napping. Interesting. Oh, this is all kind of perfect for today's topic, which is why I picked the relaxation one. Someone said they like making to-do lists. Do you, does making to-do lists actually make you feel better or does it stress you out? Kind of stresses me out, but then like if you can get over that initial stress, mm-hmm. having that to-do list is super helpful. Okay, one thing that I wanted to mention on here, um, this is my own personal thing that I've enjoyed recently that relaxes me. I never realized how much I love cornhole. Cornhole is like my new... Do you want to play cornhole today after dinner? Yeah, Before sure, dinner? we can play cornhole. Okay, maybe when I'm done with this episode. Cornhole for you guys... Does anyone not know what cornhole is? Or is that is it safe to assume people know what cornhole is? I guess, like, people that, like, went to college in the <laughs> U.S. If probably. You, yeah, if you went but to like, a if, college that's, like, not in a city, I think. I feel like if you went to college city anywhere, kids? including cities. Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know, Cornhole is just a game where you play where, like, there's two teams, and then you just shoot this little sandbag into, it's like... Sacks of corn. A sack of corn <laughs> into, like, a board with a hole. It's kind of like basketball, but, like, on the ground. And anyways, it's my new favorite activity. I get so euphoric. I was getting so euphoric yesterday playing with your parents, but then I felt like I had to, like, rein it in because it was too euphoric. I was like, wait, I have to, like, calm down, like... This is going to scare your parents how excited I am from Cornhole. You're like, I'm going to scare the horses, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to be too much. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, okay. You know what? I did, I think the batting cages might be one of my new uh, relaxing things. Watching that was, like, not relaxing. I was, like, very stressed for It you. was a little stressful, like, because the ball goes pretty fast, and I got hit by pitches a few oh, times Oh, you got hit? Oh, okay. Not this as, time. Not this time. No, okay, as a kid. No. Did it hurt? That'd be really embarrassing if you got hit as a bad kid. <laughs> um, Is that a, Yeah, that was, No shame if any of you guys uh, have gotten hit. I got, like, hit in the neck as a kid. So oh, I my God. How did you not, like, traumatic. die? I don't know. Wait, I feel like I, like, learned in anatomy that Because it was a kid throwing the ball at me, too, you know? I'm pretty sure I learned, like, a place in your neck where, like, if you get hit, you will die. Yeah, well, uh, thank God it wasn't that part. I guess it wasn't that part of your neck. Um, Can someone please confirm or deny that if they've taken anatomy? I'm pretty sure. Anyways, back to relaxation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We like to just lay and cuddle in bed with our multicolored lights on. Wait, do you want to tell them what we call it? 
well, what we call it. So, Jimmy and I like to spend time, like, together, but also apart together. Like, on opposite... Individual time. <laughs> Individual time. Yeah, where we're, like, on opposite ends of the couch. Like, he's reading his comic books. I'm doing my, like, podcasting stuff. It's great. And then every once in a while, we look up and we're like, hi, love you. No, every once in a while, we're like, you too? And you're like, yep. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we're like, I love you. Yeah, sometimes we're, I like that. We're cute. This is one of my favorite things to do to Jimmy, where I like to, it's kind of mean, actually. I like to say, like, Jimmy, in like a very concerned tone, or like in a tone where like I act like I need something. I'm like, Jimmy. And then, and then Jimmy goes, what? And then I go, I love you. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, I love you too. You're like, did you have to disturb me to do this? I don't know why. It's kind of like pulling a prank on him. I think it's fun. Oh, wait. We should tell uh, them about the prank I pulled on you this weekend. Oh, that was a nice prank. Wait, this is kind of cute. So this weekend, we were about to pick up Jimmy's mom and dad for the day to, like, get started on our birthday activities. And I was like, oh, I really want pancakes, like chocolate chip pancakes, but I never want them. So then I told Jimmy that. And then we were ordering breakfast at, like, a diner to pick it up to eat in the car. So then I was like, oh, okay, I'll go and pick it up because I want to buy for you. Yeah. Um, and then I get there, and then they're like, oh, here's the order, and then here's the chocolate chip can- pancakes. And I was like, I didn't order chocolate chip pancakes. And then the guy was, like, adamant. He's like, is this for Jim? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Jim ordered the chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. Like, as if he knew you. Hearing him say that, I was like, I'm sorry, do you know my Jim? Who goes by Jimmy, by the way, buddy. Um, but anyways, I, like, bought everything and then i got to the car and i was like jimmy did you order chocolate chip pancakes and he was like yeah for you it was nice (laughs) (laughs) i just didn't tell her i ordered them yeah yeah that was a cute move i'm glad i created a scene my mom watched the whole thing i know i was like excuse me like how do you know jim (laughs) that'd be even funnier if she was like a woman i'm like who do you know what do you know about jim (laughs) um Anyways, where were we? Okay, I think that is all we have. I feel like... Oh, a big thing that my coworkers like to do to relax is um, a couple of them are really into cross-stitching. That's a fun activity. We're trying to get into it, too. We should cross-stitch, like, funny stuff. Like, have you seen those memes where, like, you cross-stitch? Like, cross-stitch looks kind of fancy, right? But instead of cross-stitching, like, live, laugh, love, you cross-stitch, like, dumb ho or something. (laughs) Like, something funny? No. I want to do a masterpiece. Okay. Um, Jimmy's more of a classicist hey, when it comes... A classic... Classicist? Yeah. He's more of a classicist when it comes to that. Um, anyways, now let's move on to Spit Talk. Alrighty, you guys. This week for Spit Talk, um, I have... It's, it's the week. The week has finally come. I have the CDCA, well, part one of the CDCA, this Saturday, August 13th. Everyone wish me luck. She's going to do great, people. Honestly, I feel like last week, uh, I have this weird character trait I've noticed where two weeks before I have a big thing, I get really, really, really anxious because it's almost like I want to purge my body of like any anxiety. And I try to make myself feel so anxious and so uncomfortable that I actually want the time to come so that way it can be over with. So this week, I I actually feel better than I did last week because I've already purged out all my anxiety. I've been practicing. I've been getting feedback. Sounds like it's going to be good so far. So I just need to keep up the good work and keep practicing. And I think it's going to be okay. I feel like I kind of changed my mindset with it because like before I was really nervous about it because I was treating it like it was this big thing. But now since hearing from people that took it this past weekend, they said it's pretty chill actually. And like 
I feel like it almost sounds like you're coming to school to do like a workshop and then you happen to hand in like all these teeth for them to grade, but it's not really as intense as I think most people think it is. Like I've, I've heard it's chill. So anyways, I'm just excited to get CDCA over with. Um, Ellie, do you have to do this? Why? Did she have something in her ear? She really just has to make a scene every episode. But um, anyways, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Wish me luck. I'm just happy to get this over with. And after we finish CDCA, I asked Jimmy, he's going to take me to Boiling Crab, which is where you get to, like, get dirty and eat the crab with your hands and your, you know, the bib and all that. I'm excited for that. And then I'm going to shop for fall decor and fall candles. And that is how I'm getting myself excited for this Saturday. Jimmy just looked at me and he's like, this is news to me about the fall candles. No, and stuff. I, I heard uh, that the best gift you can give someone that passed their CDCA is an engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Are you going to, why, so you can propose? <laughs> yeah, I figure I'll, uh, while you're taking the test, like, yeah. have a large sign in the middle of the street. Cute. Asking you to marry me. Um, and you'll have to, uh, you'll probably have to fail the test so you can run why would you say yeah. that why would you say that out loud you do not speak to... this into the ether we're not speaking it into the ether i'm just saying that you might need to sprint down and run into my arms say yes i just think this is so funny that like two seconds ago i was like i'm fine i was like ross from friends i'm like i'm fine i'm chill guys everything's good and then jimmy says one thing and then i'm like why would you speak this into the ether <laughs> Okay, so maybe I'm not fine and chill, but I feel better than I did last week, and that's really all that matters. Um, so anyways, let's get right into it, because I want to record this and get this up and running. So, this week's episode I thought was really interesting. Um, I'm talking all about the unique seven kinds of rest that you need. Did you know that we need seven kinds of rest, Jimmy? I don't even think I'm getting one, one. of those kinds. No, like, literally, I thought it was just sleep. Um, but you I took tell. a deep dive like, into give, it. Give me an example of a kind of rest. Okay, well, you're going to learn today. Well, just give me one, like, so I can give, like, a, a pointer on... Yeah, unrequested. Okay, did you know that social rest actually isn't about not being social? What's it about? Okay, so social rest is... Um, actually, you're going to have to listen to the main episode to find out, Jimmy. So, basically, well, so <laughs> the seven types of rest. So, this is basically a system that's developed. Well, I'm going to get some rest from you now that you're recording. Okay, go take some rest. Go take some rest. Yeah, it's the main episode now. You're relieved of your duties. Everyone ah. say bye to Jimmy. Um, cut. Bye, suckers. That's a wrap on uh, recording Jimmy this week. Okay, so anyways, where was I? The seven types of rest is this system that's actually developed by an internal medicine physician. Her name's Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. So, so basically, so you know how like when you go to the doctor and you're like, ow, my arm hurts. The doctor has a series of questions to kind of figure out exactly what's wrong with your arm, right? They're like, okay, where does it hurt? What makes it hurt? When did it start? All that stuff. So she developed this system for you being tired and like fatigued and burned out. Because if you just go to your doctor and you're like, I'm tired, they're just gonna be like, okay, have you tried this thing called sleep? You know, and it's like kind of not as helpful. So this seven types of rest approach is like helpful for the diagnostic part of figuring out like why you feel like this and just basically helping you live your optimum life, right? So I feel like this is a difficult thing for us because a lot of people don't like resting. Like I myself, I literally had a week off, a whole week off two weeks ago. And instead I filled it with doing things all day, every day because I wanted to feel productive. But in hindsight, now here I am two weeks later, tired and wishing I had taken time off. 
but I feel like I couldn't because I was afraid I would fall behind or like feel like a failure or something. So here's the thing. No one told you rest is going to be easy. Struggling with resting and all that, that's normal. But just because it's not easy and just because, you know, giving yourself rest, it goes against your intuition and all that, it doesn't mean it's not important. So you have to be as diligent with giving yourself rest as you are with all other aspects of your life, like practicing things or studying things or working on improving things. So anyways, let's get into the main episode. Here are the seven types of rest that you need, um, how to enjoy getting this rest, and how to optimize your best well-rested self. Alrighty, you guys. So like I said, here are seven types of rest, and I'm going to be going into how you guys can tell if you're not getting enough of each specific type. Um, there's actually a quiz that you can take, and this is kind of what inspired me to do this episode. If you go to therestquiz.com, this is where you can take the quiz, and you can find out which seven areas, which of the seven areas you're getting um enough rest in and which ones you should be getting more rest in but the first type of rest is what we all think of when we think of rest and that is physical rest but this is interesting actually the revelations don't just stop there there's two types of physical rest the first one is passive physical rest and that's what you think of it's like the sleeping getting high quality sleep good sleep hygiene um napping things like that but there's another component to having physical rest and that's actually counterintuitive it's called active physical rest so that's making sure that you're doing things like yoga and stretching uh, making your body more flexible or even getting a massage hello um fun fact i actually don't like getting massages for some reason the thought of like this is such a, a immigrant mom mentality that i think my mom would have but the thought of me paying a stranger money to touch me just seems weird i don't know I feel well because I'm so ticklish that's the thing is I uh, I get really ticklish like when I get pedicures I don't want people to touch my feet so but anyways apparently this is a type of active physical rest is getting a massage or this is really helpful to me as like a dental student is making sure that my ergonomics like how I position my body when I'm working are good because let me tell you um they're not (laughs) I don't I yeah I feel like I'm not really good about taking care of my ergonomics but I should be because this is like for forever so anyways signs that you're not getting enough of this all this physical rest it's kind of like what you think if you're feeling fatigued but then also if you're having body aches and pains um try doing more like stretching and getting that in but even just doing light stretches every day like think about it as making your body more flexible and like this is like it's, it's like helpful it's like productive for you to be doing that so yeah Anyways, number two, the second type of rest is what's called mental rest. So someone with a mental rest deficit, this is the type of person that lays down to sleep at night and then you feel like your mind is racing and you can't like quiet your mind. I've totally felt this before. Or another sign that you might have mental rest deficit is if you go to the grocery store and then you like forget what you're looking for. Like you really can't remember like three things that you needed. Um, and so essentially this whole concept of mental rest, it's when you struggle with focus and concentration and kind of controlling your mind. So one good way to do this, if you feel like you can't sleep at night and your mind is racing, I like to do a brain dump in my journal before I go to bed. I don't know if you guys can hear Ellie's chewing. She just has to chew next to my microphone for some reason. Um, but yeah, doing a brain dump in a journal before bed, thinking like, da 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 I gotta do this, 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 I'm thinking about this, 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 it's just really helpful. Um, and it, like, I feel like a weight off of my shoulders after I do that. Also, scheduling breaks and scheduling time 
um, kind of based on what activities you need to do. So if you schedule your time of day by scheduling a block of time, maybe like an hour or so to do basic activities. So schedule an hour to do like emails, social media, things that require some brain work, but not all the brain work. Then schedule time for more high concentration things like brainstorming or problem solving or like really getting into like the meat and potatoes of what you have to do. That way you get into a certain type of flow because like it's easier to take care of 50 emails all at once than to do one email, check your phone, do something else, go back to the emails, right? Like time block is something that I learned from the Skinny Confidential and that's super helpful here. Okay, the third type of rest that you need is what's called sensory rest. So this can be if you feel really drained after a long day of like seeing bright lights all the time or like loud noises, like multiple notifications on your phone. I just feel like that's just life as a dental student. Like notification central, right? You might develop what's called sensory overload syndrome, which is where you respond by just feeling, you feel so overwhelmed by everything that's going on, the lights, the noises, the the notifications, that you get really irritable and angry and agitated. So this, you can tell if you're being affected by this, especially if in the beginning of the day you feel fine, but then you're always in a bad mood by the end of the day. Like by the end of the day, if you're always irritated and agitated and just want to like hide in a dark room, that might be a sign that you're getting too much sensory or that you're not getting enough sensory rest. Okay, the fourth type of rest that's important is what's called creative rest. And you may be thinking like, I'm not in a position to be in a creative situation. I don't have like a creative thing. That's not really what this is about. Creative rest is when you allow yourself to just simply appreciate beauty, like how beautiful nature is, how beautiful the world is, the be- a beautiful beach, a hike, or if you allow yourself to appreciate like music and art and dance. Creative rest is just like allowing yourself to appreciate and like really sit in how much you enjoy something. So one way to tell if you have a, def- a deficit of this creative rest is if you feel like it's really hard for you in your day-to-day to problem solve or to come up with solutions and brainstorm, because when what happens is when you don't feel creatively rested, it's really hard for you to innovate. Um, so one good way to do this is to literally take yourself, like find a beach, find a piece of nature, find a mural, even if you want a pretty building, just find something that you can just like sit and admire it and kind of feel like inspired by or feel like feel like you're in something that's like bigger than just yourself, I guess, and just kind of see the rest of the world. And I think this is kind of helpful too, because when you're so bogged down from your day-to-day and your day-to-day problems and you feel overwhelmed, getting outside of your head and like seeing something new just helps you look at your life from a new perspective and realize like it's going to be okay, no matter what. The fifth type of rest, this is one of the ones that I was, um, I had the worst score and apparently I don't give myself enough emotional or mental rest. So emotional rest is when you feel like you can be totally real and authentic in how you share your feelings. So to me, it it reminds me of being at your best friend's house, um, the one that you know like won't judge you at all and you can be your true self with and just sitting on their couch and being able to fully vent to them without worrying about um, like judgment or anything like that. So some of us carry emotional baggage from trying to act like everything is fine. If it's like if you have kids and you're trying to act like everything's going to be okay or if you're at work and you lead a team and you have to act like you have it all together. I feel like for me personally, the reason why I have such a poor emotional rest score is because when I'm working in this field of healthcare, it definitely shows up in the day-to-day because, like, you have to be professional, you have to be, have it all together, when really inside, like, maybe something just already happened that upset you and you're feeling tired and stressed. 
I feel like also, um, this shows up a lot in people pleasers too. Like, I feel like a lot of times I spend a lot of time unnecessarily worrying about how other people are feeling, even if, like, I'm kind of not involved in it. Like, I'm still like, oh, are they going to be okay? Like, I'm always trying to anticipate other people's emotions, even if they didn't ask for it, and even if it's not really helpful. Um, I think that, like, it's helpful to a certain extent, like, there's being considerate, but then there's just plain, like, overworking your emotional brain, and that's kind of what I do sometimes. So, the solution is just being around people, places, and things that where you can, like, freely express your emotions. Um, I think maybe that's why I really like podcasting, is because I can just, like, go on and on and on and on. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I can, like, really just go on and just go off, and I feel very, like, uninhibited here with just this microphone and talking to myself. Journaling also really helps with this if you feel like really vulnerable sharing with other people, huh? Which is kind of funny because now that I think about it, podcasting is not as intimate as you think it is because I'm sharing this with the entire world to hear. Um, now I feel vulnerable. But yeah, if you feel too vulnerable sharing with other people, what I was saying was journaling can help because it's just all in that notebook and it just helps to sort your thoughts and emotions. Um, so yeah, if you feel like you're really stuck like trying to just keep it all together and like make everything work for everyone else and like you feel like you always have to be on i think emotional rest is something that would really benefit you okay the sixth type of rest that you need is something called social rest this is what i was talking to with jimmy about so the majority of your day is honestly spent around people who take away your social energy That's not necessarily a negative thing because a lot of the times it's like your spouse or your kids or your friends when they still need things from you, but sometimes it can feel like everyone's always taking from you. So a big part of this to to have social rest is to take the responsibility and set your own personal boundaries and let other people fill up your cup instead of just worrying about filling other people's cups. A lot of people think that getting social rest means just plain not socializing and staying home, but it's actually spending time, it is about spending time with people, but it's spending time with people where you can totally be your authentic self. Kind of similar to like the emotional rest that you need. It's about just being yourself, being uninhibited, not worrying about um, like walking on eggshells or anything with anyone. It's just, it's a person, place, or thing where you don't have to worry. And you can just be, they, these people have seen you at your worst and you're not afraid of judgment. So social rest for this case would be instead of like being a hermit and staying at home alone, it's getting dinner and being able to event to a friend or being able to do a relaxing activity and just like sit in silence with someone. I feel like Jimmy and I do that a lot. (laughs) And then last but not least, number seven, the last form of rest that you need is what's called spiritual rest. So deep down inside, we basically all want, you know, to feel like we belong into a community. It's part of human nature. We want to feel that love and acceptance. And we also want to feel purpose, right? We want to feel like our work matters and like we're actually contributing to like a greater good. And so someone with spiritual rest deficit might feel like, it's funny, people always associate spirituality with like maybe like religion or astrology or things like that. Spiritual rest deficit can even show up if it just feels like you're going to work and you think like, why does anything I do matter? You think it doesn't matter if I'm here or not. It doesn't matter if I do a good job or a bad job. Like it, it doesn't matter. That's what spiritual rest deficit feels like. And that's when you know you need more spiritual rest. And this can be a huge contributor to burnout is just feeling like your work doesn't have any meaning, right? It's because then it's like, why try if no one's going to notice if I do an excellent job versus just getting the job done? So certain things can help with getting spiritual rest. Um, Of course, 
things like prayer or meditation or religion can help but also if you think about like community and like joining clubs with people that are interested in things that you do like so if you join a book club or intramural sports club or even for me I feel like it's really nice being part of like a dog park group where I see the same old dog parents and like we always chat and stuff that's a nice way to just feel like you're part of something that's bigger than yourself and that goes a long way and kind of helps you feel like you have something worth getting up for in the morning which I guess can really sum up what needing spiritual rest is is feeling like you have a purpose to get up so yeah I if you go to the rest quiz it's called therestquiz.com I took the quiz apparently it said I needed more mental and emotional rest so in terms of emotional rest I think I'm going to try to do less of feeling like I have to have it all together and just give myself permission to just like feel whatever I want to feel during the day and not have to always be so on and then also for mental rest I think that like I want to do more journaling before bed um maybe more journaling on my ipad i'm gonna have to steal the ipad back from jimmy who uses it to read my comic book or his comic books um but i think that if i do more journaling before bed and doing that more of that brain dumping that i told you guys about that'll probably help me sleep a little better which will in turn help my physical rest so yeah anyways i hope you guys enjoyed learning about the seven specific types of rest and i hope that i gave you guys some good tips to a figure out if you're lacking in those areas and then b um kind of help you troubleshoot how to give yourself more rest in those areas again that's physical rest mental rest sensory rest creative rest emotional rest social rest and spiritual rest Anyways, if you guys liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thank you so much to whoever left the review last week. It totally made my day to read it. Um, You can't leave reviews on Spotify. You can only leave them on Apple Podcasts. So go to Apple Podcasts and then scroll down on the main page to write a review. And please leave one. Thank you so, so much for listening. Wish me good luck on my CDCA this week. And I am looking forward to talking to you guys on the other side of that. So I'll see you guys next week. Bye.